Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And before we get started, I just have to say something. Something happened to me today. What happened? This morning when I was getting us coffee, I got my cups and it was Christmas themed. No. It is November 1st. Uh. It is not time for Christmas themed shit. Yeah, why not pumpkin themed? Still, yes, until, or turkey themed, until like November. Give it a few weeks. Just a couple weeks. Spooky season can't be over already. I mean, it's not over for us. No. We're we're still loving spooky season. I think that my soul always lives in spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just, I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, I, I swear, like, spooky season should be, like, September, like, let's say, 5th mm-hmm. until November 15th. Yeah. And we go into, like, this weird fall transitional season from, like, November, like, 15th to like December 1st. Yeah. And then we go into like full Christmas. And I think that we should also move Christmas. Christmas should not be December 25th. Why not? Because it's only three weeks for Christmas decorations. So I think that Christmas should be at the end of mid to end of January. That way you can have a full like six six weeks of Christmas decorations, then you have Christmas, and then you wind down from that just in time for Valentine's Day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we get into spring. Yeah. I can see that. And I think that we should petition to move um, Christmas. Yeah, we can move Jesus' birthday, right? They've already done it before. I was going to say, isn't there, like, a conspiracy that's not even the right date? It, Yeah, there is, because it would be in August because of the lambs and everything that, like, the wildlife that was around. And for them to be able to be in, a like, a barn major, manger thing, mm-hmm. they would have frozen their asses off. So they're saying that it had to have been, like, in August or something. But with, but then also on the same flip side global warming and global cooling and ice age and all of that stuff like wouldn't that have affected the weather anyways mm-hmm. so maybe it was summer then like the like the, light, the, like the earth cycles yeah change are different yeah they're all worried about global warming and shit and they're the same people that are like the earth is changing well then it could have changed then as well right mm-hmm. yeah so hmm I wasn't in Jerusalem or Bethlehem in 2,000 years ago, so I'm not sure what the weather was like. In fact, I've never been there in my life, so I don't even know what the weather's like right now. I think it's, like, warm now, isn't it? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Because it's deserty. Oh, no, so it's probably cold. I don't know. I mm-hmm. know that, but I also know that in Australia it's opposite, so, like, their Santa Claus is, like, surfing and shit because it's not snowing in Australia. It's hot. They're They're... They're sw- swapped yeah. on us. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. Anyways, so yesterday was Halloween. And what did you what did you end up doing? Why wasn't... Isla didn't stay with you last night. Where was she? So she decided she wanted to go trick-or-treating with her sister. Oh. And then um, she was going to be a skeleton. Oh. And um, she forgot her costume, so I had to bring it. <laughs> of course. And um, it was just her Lululemon jacket and her leggings, because she's just going to, like, paint her face, you know? 
Oh, my God. <laughs> but then I talked to her later, and she's like, oh, I ended up just passing out candy. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. you drove all the way over there. Well, I, I picked up Finley from school. Oh, anyway. okay, okay. Yeah. And then Finley, he didn't want to do anything. He wasn't really feeling great. We stayed home. And we were going to pass out candy, but we didn't really get any trick-or-treaters. We got zero. Yeah. So we have lots of candy for ourselves now. And um, he's homesick. Mm. (laughs) So it was kind of uneventful. Yeah. We went trick-or-treating last night from, like, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock because my kids are still, like, little. So we went during the day. They got so much candy, and I don't know what to do with it all. I think that maybe mm. we should be able to uh, donate it somewhere to kids in need or something. Okay, so I'll tell you They one should thing. have something. What? Um, when I worked at a dental office, a pediatric dental office, and a lot of dentists do this, um, you can turn your candy into the dentist, and then when you turn it in, for every pound, they give you, like... Um, they, well, he used to give out, like, um, raffle tickets, like, cause they give away movie tickets and stuff at the office. So like for every pound you'd get like a raffle ticket and then they'd do a raffle and then you could win like a prize. Yeah. But some dentists would actually give you like money. Oh my God. Or they would give you like extra stuff from the office, like the little treasure box. Yeah. 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 So you might want to think about going to the dentist and see if they have some kind of Candy, candy disposal well, <laughs> recycle department. The funny thing is, is you know what we did with the candy? Hmm. It's, the staff would just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring us your candy so we don't yeah. have to go trick-or-treating. Um <laughs> so my so we were Super Mario Brothers this year, and so Max was Luigi because he's taller. Cody was Mario, and I was Princess Peach, and I got a Kinsietta dress. It was so pretty, and it was, like, I I make my own costumes. I don't like to do store-bought, so I just, like, put them together myself. And my husband was Bowser, and little Jakey was Bowser Jr., and the dog was Yoshi. And and I I have to say that I saw the costume. She actually sewed the costumes for the kids and stuff, and they looked amazing. You did a really yeah. good job. It looked like it was like store bought, but better. Really, like, I thought that it. Good. I thought it looked like a five year old took some hot glue and like no. smashed it together. No, you have but, yeah. a good. You have a good uh, sewing skill. Yeah. Oh, you thank have, you. you have a really good sewing skill. Yeah. So I did that. Um, Halloween's the one thing for like costumes and stuff. I always like go all out. I probably do it way too much. But we also went to the desert and had the trick-or-treating there. And they have, um, like, a little festival fair thing for the kids. So we got to do that. And, and the kids won the best, like, won awards for the best costume. So they won the costume contest. So. And that's the costumes that you sewed. So yeah. that is more validation right there. There you go. Super fun. <laughs> so in, um, it, so we're going to, in celebration of Halloween... I decided to unlock the origin of trick-or-treating and how it started. So let's get going with our trick-or-treating And I convinced you to dress up. Yes, because I was so done. My So the uh, my princess dress is a real Kinsietta dress, so it's like 
this big poofy real dress with um where you have to have somebody tie it together in the back it it actually took two people to tie it together and stuff so i'm like i didn't want to wear that right now so <laughs> we would have spent like an hour trying to get a, get me back in that thing no yeah but so yeah so i'm dressed up just for fun not in not for real life right now not this for is real. real life i meant not for real like halloween <laughs> this is just my fun i actually have had this mask for like um i got it um at a pumpkin festival thing and like 10 years ago and I've had it. I've never worn it. This is the first time I've worn it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I just saw it, and I love it, and I always wanted to wear it somewhere, but I never had any place to wear it. So it just, like, hung up in my room forever. It's really pretty. Like, on camera, I don't know you if probably, you can probably, tell It probably looks like, like a Batman thing, but, but it's not. It's, it's like... It's very It's, pretty. like, very intricate, and, like, it's super cute, and it would be perfect for, like, um, like a ball gown type thing. Mm-hmm. A real masquerade party. It's very... It's giving eyes wide open. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> is that a movie? Yeah, this is okay. kind of giving eyes wide open, too. Yeah, so Heather's it's in like a, a Dr. Death mask thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very fun. So, anyways, back to trick-or-treating origin story. So, um, a lot of, like, legends and stories and myths and religious beliefs, demonic beliefs, and everything in between have been, like, tied to Halloween and, like, the origin of Halloween. But for this episode, we're not going to, like, focus on that. We're going to focus on how trick-or-treating specifically started and, like, why people trick-or-treat. So, um, first off, like, um, I do go into the origin of Halloween a little bit, but, like, I promise it's not going to be too much. Um, apparently, there was a Christian Celtic festival that would occur on October 31st called Samhain which was celebrated in present-day Ireland and Scotland. And this is, like, a thousand years ago. And this is much like every other Halloween story. Um, the, like, the time that when the dead returns to Earth and people had bonfires and they would offer sacrifices and gifts for the dead. So it's so interesting how every religion and every call, every part of the world celebrates Halloween in some sort of, like, way whether it's All Saints Day or the Day of the Dead or whatever it may be, on October 31st through November 1st, like, the dead can walk among us. And that's the that's the route to every, no matter what, what religion, what anything, that's, that's the same across the board. So there has to be some sort of truth in that or something because everybody celebrates it the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah, you know? and some people, they create altars for their loved ones. Yeah, a friend does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw some old friend does last night. Um, and that way they can come back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back then, some people would dress in animal skins to drive away phantom spirits. So that is why they started, like, dressing up, was to, like, drive away and scare the spirits. There was a large buffet-style table that people would leave food at as well in order to appease the unwelcome spirits. Almost like, like, here you go, unwanted spirit, that um, that will try and kill me. You can have this while I give the good shit to my dead relatives. Like, here, take this, yeah, and and don't bother us. And then, no, yeah, yeah. And this this other stuff is for my family. So all the so then this would evolve into dressing as ghosts, demons, and other scary shit, and performing a trick in exchange for food or drinks. A trick? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so they people would um, perform tricks. 
to like, get food. Like a jester? Yeah, almost, but like only for like Halloween night. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I never heard that. Yeah. And um, I'll get more into it in a little bit. But in 980, Christianity spread into the Celtic area. And there they blended their beliefs. And in 1000 AD, Pope Gregory III started the Catholic holiday, All Saints Day, the day after Halloween, which is November 1st, as their way of honoring the dead. Pretty much like October 31st and November 1st were identical they had the bonfire, the feast, the sacrifices, the offerings um, for all for the dead that could walk among us. Um, poor people would go to wealthy families and get quote unquote soul cakes. Oh, okay. And they and this was um, just like bread that the poor people would take, and they would promise the wealthy families that they would pray for the souls of their dead ancestors. In exchange, in exchange for the, for the soul cake, because they were just hungry. So yeah, like, we'll pray for exactly, you. exactly. And so this is also known as quote unquote souling. Oh, uh huh. Okay. So, and you know that the only reason why they did that was to get like the free food because they were poor and they were like, here, let's go do some souling. Yeah, so it's it's an exchange. Yeah. yeah. So this would soon lead to children doing it, and probably because people would be less likely to say no to poor begging children, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And that's how children got involved in souling, which is really close to trick-or-treating at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the, the start of it was just because you were probably hungry. Yeah. 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 So soon in Scotland and Ireland, souling would evolve into children dressing up in costumes and disguises, which was known as guising. Okay. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. It's, it's making guys, sense. Yeah. Guising, yeah. And would sing a song, recite... Um, recite a poem or do some other trick to receive their treat. And they do that already. Because a little uh, trick, trick or treat. Or treat. Yeah. 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 Or remember, uh, trick or treat. Smell, smell my feet. Give, give me something good to eat. So yeah. I was trying to get the kids to say that. <laughs> I'm such a horrible mom. Like days ago, I was like, no, trick or treat, smell my feet. Um, and I was doing that. To, and, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere last night, Cody told that to somebody. He's all, trick or treat, smell my feet. And I'm like, oh, my God. You wouldn't okay. remember it days ago when we're having fun, but now it's like real people you're doing this. But that's like a kid yeah. thing. That's, that's super like, cute. Yeah. Um, so, but, okay, so back then in Scotland and Ireland, the kids that would, would recite the poems or do whatever trick to receive the treats, it wasn't candy. It was like, it wasn't candy or junk or toys or crap. It was like substantial necessities such as fruit, nuts, or coins. So like things they needed because they didn't have money. Or, the, like, they were poor people, yeah, you know? Yeah, so they actually got things that were useful. Yeah, so um, what was interesting is yesterday morning, Max and Cody were asking me, like, why why they had to dress up to get candy, and why couldn't, like, just anyone go trick-or-treating without a costume? And I told them that they had to trick people into believing they were Mario and Luigi to get their treat. <laughs> Because it's trick-or-treat. Yeah. I was like, I, like, I swear to God, the shit that I make up and, like, I just come up with on the fly, like, these kids are either going to, like, grow up and think I was, like, the best mom ever and their childhood was fucking magical and amazing, or they're going to think that I'm the biggest fucking liar in the world because I do it so well. Like, the shit that I come up with on the fly is, like, amazing. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. But you are, in a sense, like, it is, like, a little trick. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are. You're, you're tricking them into what? <gasps> or trick or treat trick like the um that they had to do stuff yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I just got that. Oh my god. With a trick or treat. Yeah. Like an actual trick. Like I can do a. Uh, uh, I can I do, can a do a handstand or whatever. Somersault yeah. or something else. Here's my trick. <laughs> um. So at this point, Scotland and Ireland were pretty well established with the whole like trick or treating thing. From 1845 to 1852, there was a massive potato famine. Which, if you know anything about the Irish and the Scots, potatoes they love yeah. their potatoes. Plain ass potatoes. We're not talking like chives and butter and salt and garlic and pepper and cheese. We're talking like taste like dirt, dried out potatoes. But they need those carbs to keep going if they don't have any other like food. You well, know, I don't know because they do it with every fucking meal, and it's like. Like, my mom would make potatoes, plain-ass, dry-ass potatoes with every fucking meal. Every meal. And it was, like, the worst, like, so plain. It was, like, eating dirt. And, and she'd be like, I come from a very bland country. And she that just, like, in her DNA or something. Like, I don't but, know. I mean, like, she would just boil them she would, and mash them or anything? She would mash them, and then she would add um, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of milk, and not, and a little bit of butter. Like, you know how, like, when I do it, I put in, like, a fucking stick of butter and, like, mm-hmm. I put, like, I put in so much shit and that's why I put in so much shit because I've seen the bad side of potatoes and I've dreamed of the good side of potatoes. Yeah. And I put in garlic and I put, I'll put uh, my mashed potatoes are so good. I put, I'll put in, like, chives and then bacon, sour cream, cheese, yeah, a stick really... of butter. So you do, like, a twice-baked potato mashed potato. Yeah, I do it so good because... I grew up with the plain ass potatoes, and I know how potatoes can be. Mm-hmm. My mom made a lot of potatoes too, I think, but um, I wish she would do like roasts, you know, and have the potatoes in the roasts yeah. and stuff, so it would like get the flavor of like the, yeah. the meat and the juices. So and... my mom would do her stew every so often like that, but um, every single night, no matter what we were having, other than spaghetti, if we had spaghetti, we wouldn't have potatoes. But every night was potatoes. I like potatoes, but. I mean, I can see you would get sick of them. And especially, were you allowed to add more salt or anything? I That's all I could add because we didn't have garlic or anything in the house. I didn't even know what garlic salt was until I went to someone else's house when I was like tw- like 16. So she just didn't like garlic and stuff, yeah. Or salt or pepper or anything. Yeah. Like, I, I finally got to the point where I put on salt, but like, I also didn't know because I was little. So I didn't know like, to like, oh, if I, if I put it in a bowl and I add some milk, it would be good or butter. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of that because I'm a child, you know, so... All I had access to that I knew would be okay was salt. Mm-hmm. So then that became my salt addiction. But salt <laughs> does help the potatoes. Yeah, though. it does. But um, so if it, anybody has a recipe for uh, potatoes, send it over conspiracies on So moving forward now. So, with the whole potato famine, the Irish and the Scots, like, lost their shit. They were like, we can't live like this. We mm-hmm. need our fucking potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, they migrated to America. And with them, they brought the trick-or-treating aspect of Hall- Halloween. Oh. So, they brought it with them. And by the late 1800s, back in the UK, Halloween had become renamed Mischief Night. Because rowdy teens would prank people and would demand treats from strangers. And, like, not in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Like, let's knock on your door and be like, hey, trick or treat. But, like, in, uh, here's a gun to your fucking head. I'm going to, or a knife or, like. Oh, I was thinking, like, throwing eggs or toilet no, paper. No, worse. Like, bad. Like, they were, like, it was bad. Like, they They're were vandalizing. for candy? Yeah. Or, like, robbing for, like, 
anything, I guess. I mean, they weren't, because they weren't doing candy then. It wasn't candy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, by the 1920s, this was also being done in um, America, and they would still be playing pranks and breaking stuff, vandalizing, and just being fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, by the late 20s and into the 30s, when the Great Depression hit, the pranks, stealing, looting, everything got so much worse on Halloween. It was unsafe to even do trick-or-treating, and this is most likely why they started, quote-unquote, community trick-or-treating. And it was just safer to have, like, communities involved and in putting it on as opposed to just mass chaos. So it was like they, they started to, like, embrace it and just be like, okay, we're going to do... If we're going to do this mischief night or this, we're going to try to get rid of the mischief and just do the trick-or-treating. So that's why Halloween's kind of scary and spooky because it literally was like a day of rampage. Like it was yeah. just a day of... Where we ran rampant. Yeah. yeah. Chaotic and... Yeah. Um, so then World War II hit and there was a massive sugar famine and families were put on sugar rations. Also what came with World War II was like a lot of fucking people there was nothing to do nowhere to go oh people were yeah. fucking people were, people were <laughs> making, creating making love. yeah they were they were, and so this led to a baby boom which is why we have like the term boomers now yeah and those babies are, were born between 1946 and 1964 and they are now 59 to 77 years old when all those babies were being born and um and we were like coming out of the depression Cities and suburbs were being built. Then the sugar rations were lifted, and trick-or-treating came back with a boom. Except now, it was not the necessities people were getting, like fruits and nuts and coins. It was fucking candy. Sugar was back. Trick-or-treating was back. Kids were outnumbering the adults. And candy companies were pushing for trick-or-treating to be mainly candy mm. so that they could finally turn a profit on their candy businesses. The first time trick-or-treating hit any media or publication was in 1951 when the Peanuts comic strip had Charlie Brown trick-or-treating. Okay. So it is, it's like the actual term like trick-or-treating is fairly new and the whole candy thing. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so new. Yeah, and then later in 1952 when Disney Studios created a cartoon of Donald Duck trick-or-treating with his nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And the rest is history. Halloween is the second largest commercial holiday and those candy companies make three point one billion in sales every year. Wow, three point one billion dollars yeah, in just candy, in candy. and it's the second largest holiday. Wow, I'm not crazy, but like, and I love Halloween, so I can see why. And, and then, yeah, um, but, my reference really quick is History.com article how trick or treating became a Halloween tradition, October third, twenty nineteen. Nice. Well, I didn't know any of that. I thought Halloween has just been what it is forever. Like, I thought maybe in back in the old days, it was more like they would bake homemade cookies, like sweets yeah, or things yeah, like that. Yeah. And then they would pass them out, and then it turned into now, like, the commercial wrapped little candies, you know, that mm-hmm. kids get now. Um, but I thought that it had always been, always been that way, but just in a sense, maybe it was homemade baked goods like you get a yeah. brownie or you and get maybe something. It, maybe it was like that and I could picture that it being like that in the 50s 60s even though the candy companies were pushing for candy candy yeah I could picture in the 50s 60s especially in the midwest it still being um like baked goods home yeah. goods and stuff like that I could picture that 
But, but I didn't know that it would be like for the poor people that they would get like an apple or some uh, coins or something. They actually, because they didn't have anything. Yeah, so you're not going to waste money on like candy or whatever. No, you're going to give them something that they can actually like sustain them. Like here's a piece of fruit. And here's, here's a soul cake. A soul cake, yeah. Which probably was sweet. I'm guessing maybe it was kind of sweet. I don't know. But yeah. then the sugar ration, it's just like interesting that the sugar ration coincided with the with the baby boom and all of a sudden there's all these kids but the sugar ration that was because of the war right mm -hmm. yeah but then also all these kids came about because of the war too mm -hmm. because nobody was go leaving their houses or doing anything well yeah everybody's just fucking at home snuggling up <laughs> <laughs> just like covid i'm sure that there was a big boom in covid babies oh yeah because no one could leave their no house one, and, yeah. and it was literally like you weren't by law allowed to leave your house mm -hmm. and all that people are doing is drinking at home like alcohol sales went through the roof during covid remember that you could actually have alcohol delivered yes you could go and get pick it pick it up at the bar at the bar and <laughs> take it home it's so to go alcohol weird. to go i can't yeah. even believe they did that they you can still do that well, now it's stuck then, right? Yeah. So you could never do that before. But you have to ask. You have to ask. They won't offer it. Like, before they were offering, like, hey, do you want to go cup? Now you have to ask for it. And I don't know, like, it's probably on a restaurant-to-restaurant restaurant No, I term. did that at, like, Applebee's or something. Recently? Remember? Well, no, yeah, you could do it. Within the last year, yeah. Yeah, I did it. Um, So there's a restaurant that I go to a lot, and um, they... It was just like a month or two ago. They were like, here, do you want to go? And I was like, you can still do that. And they were like, yeah, but you have to ask now. We don't just like offer it up like yeah. they did before. Yeah. But they, they offered it to me because I'm me. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think the reason why I did it too is we had just gotten a refill, you know, like, a, yeah. and then it was like already time to go for whatever reason. And I was like, well, I can't drink this in five seconds. Yeah. So I'm going to have to take it with me where I'm going and just finish it there, you know? Yeah. And that's what I did. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, and and um, so when people were like ravaging the shelves for like food and stuff, mm -hmm. like two months into it, I was like looking at the alcohol and I'm like, this is gonna be the next to go. We better start stocking up on this. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna run out of alcohol. That's gonna be way worse than the food. People are gonna have to like live in the same household with each other, like yeah. actually be together. Yeah, because you know you can live with somebody but not see them often because of your work schedules or school schedules or children activities. activities. Yeah, but now we're all in the same house together. Stuck. How are we gonna do this? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Okay, well, that was my episode on trick-or-treating, so I hope that you guys liked it, and don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. All of our social media is um, Conspiracies Unlocked, and have a fabulous rest of your week. Bye!